And welcome back to Pick Your Poison Podcast, Week 9, Season 2. This is your host, Pullman Profiteer, with Rebs Bagman. How's up, it going? What's up? We're back. We're back for Week 9. Producer J-Dog is out of office here. He's actually in office, but out of this office, out of studio, in office, at work. He has to work till like 12.30 for a couple more days. He's uh, in busy season, as they call it, but hey... We're back here to give you some fire picks after a, a little bit of a mysterious off week, Pullman. Mysterious off week. I think the Chinese hacked their files. I think they saw my pro Hong Kong tweets. They know I'm an international man like that. And unfortunately, they like to censor uh, broadcasting. But we decided to cancel all partnerships with the Chinese after that move. Yes. yes Moving com- forward, um, I still want to bring up, though, however, 7-0, and up nine units from week seven. Won't talk about week eight because it was a push for me. You know, I don't like to bring up pushes, but when you go up nine units from the previous week, you got to bring it up. Five and four for me last week. Uh, Red Bagman here. Five and four for me, so still not not great. It was, you couldn't listen to the podcast, so you didn't get our our true gut feelings. You didn't get our our real like like in in the moment takes. So it was it was a bit of a wash in all senses. Y'all didn't get any fire picks. We didn't get to give y'all our fire takes. So, but we're back. Nothing can hold us back now. I downloaded $300 worth of uh, malware virus protection against all encryption codes, against any hackers, any scanners, any any moochers that are trying to come in uh, to try to to try to bring us down. So we're here for our listeners. We're here for you to come back. Hey, we're here for nine. you first. Most important. We love our listeners. They love us. We love winners, y'all love winners, and we're here to give them to you. So we're here, we're back. We're gonna uh, we're gonna dive right into this to this week nine slate. We're gonna start off um, on Saturday in the SEC, Mississippi State at AM in in College Station at Kyle Field. Uh, the Aggies who snuck out of Oxford with a win. That was a bo- that was a gross ass game. Uh, this this line is at ten and a half. A and M's favored by ten and a half. Over under of fifty and a half. Pullman, do you have a read on this one? Yeah, I do. Uh, I think Schrader, running quarterback, ten and a half points. I love State here. I think they kind of have a half pulse of a defense. I think A and M's nothing special. I think they're kind of the same boat as a State, Ole Miss, and themselves of good, not great, fighting for a bowl. I think ten and a half points in A and M at Kyle Field isn't a ton to be overcome as a visitor coming in. Struggling with the running defense, like I said, I like this play. I think Jimbo might crawl away from here with an eight to ten point victory, but that's why I love ten. Yeah, and a half. yeah, yeah. Not so fast here, Pullman. Um, I saw this A and M team live and in person last week. They were incredibly mediocre, very unimpressive. Uh, State, however, they they might as well be revolting over there in Starkville. Their head coach is already putting out feelers to go back to the Northeast. There are rumors flying left and right that he's going back to Rutgers. There's too much There's too much uh, meat on that bone. Hey, that's count. that's just rebel big money right there, proposing the media. Uh, it's just hurting those little guys at Starkville. Yeah, those poor Sometimes little Sometimes you have to feel for them. They don't have control of the media like us big old Miss alum. Yes, us, us big boosters over here. We, we control all the Mississippi, uh, all the moves that are going on in Mississippi. I'm not going to take Mississippi State in this damn game. I, I I refuse to bet on those those frauds down in Starkville. They have zero offense. They have they have they don't have their defense is whatever, but they're not gonna play their uh their suspended players for this game. They're gonna save them for the egg bowl. They're gonna they're gonna withhold those guys, which is pr- a pretty big deal. That that basically is their head coach saying, I don't have a lot of faith that we can even win this game, so I'm gonna hold those players back for a better game that I think we do have a chance with Jimbo at home 
knows he needs he can feel his fan base kind of getting a little restless there they won last week but it wasn't very convincing he knows he needs to win this he knows he's gonna win this pretty big I like the favorite here I like Texas A&M I like the under as well because I think State might not score a single point in this game all right we'll move right into our next one 230 CBS Auburn is traveling to Death Valley to take on LSU number nine travel to number two um this 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 line makes no sense to me no sense at all. And 11 yet, points here at, as a home favorite. I guess LSU has played like a lot of big games in a row here. They're, they're coming off a lot of big wins. They've, they've got to be kind of like hitting a wall. So to our listeners, we are recording this right now on a Wednesday. Uh, J-Dog could not record on Thursday as we normally do. He's working late every night this week. Pullman is actually flying to Oregon for the Oregon Washington State game, which we'll touch on later. So we are going to go see my other alumnus school. Uh, shout out Wazoo Wah. Yes. Yeah, so he will be flying out tomorrow night. So this is a Wednesday night recording. We're watching the Astros get shit pumped right now for on game two of the uh, of the World Series. Nat's about to go up 2-0. Um, so we're recording on a Wednesday here. So I don't I haven't had enough time to do a lot of research. I'm just going. My original instinct was to go full LSU here, but Auburn's defense is legit. Front seven. Have you ever heard it here before? Have you ever heard it anywhere? I before? think that's rule five of the podcast. Always, always, front, front seven. Salty, salty, salty. That's a big, uh, a big word in gambling community. Is that a salty defense? But hey, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the points here. Eleven points is a lot. I think it's gonna be low scoring here. Um, I have another under here. I have Auburn plus eleven, under fifty-eight and a half. Uh, LSU might be the best team in the nation. I think they're saving up. They have a bye week next week before they play t- in Tuscaloosa against Bama. Big look-ahead game here. I think they're going to be a little, uh, you know, kind of walk through the first half. It's going to be a close game. I think Auburn's going to hang around and maybe a a 10-point loss, but I'll take the 11. Nice. Uh, I think we're kind of on the same side. I love the under here. I don't see the points coming up. And actually, I see this as a three-unit play. Three units. One, Auburn getting the 10.5. One on the under. And another one, sprinkle Auburn money line plus 250. Whoa! I think this is a definite trap game for LSU. Huge trap game. This is a game they could lose and still make the college football playoffs, still make the SEC championship game. Um, so wait, we're both on we're both on Auburn, we're both on the under, so we're gonna parlay it. Parlay the under and the and the underdog here. Under 58 and a half, Auburn plus 11, and get a parlay here to cover both. Do a, a two and a half unit win here on the parlay. I don't hate that play. Uh, I would do that play if I wasn't taking the uh, money line dog. That's fair. As that's well. fair. That's fair. If you have a sprinkle on the money line, that's the same as sprinkle on a parlay here. So I'll definitely allow that. I'll definitely allow. I that. think we're both on the same side here. We both think it's a trap game for LSU. I think Bo Nix will show up this game. Uh, being at 2:30 and not at night in Death Valley is a huge advantage for them coming off the bye. LSU, you can say what you want to about State. They're still a physical team. Coming off a bye for Auburn, you're always going to have the advantage. I like both sides. Triple it with the money line. Going next game, 3 o'clock SEC Network. This is a game you won't turn on once unless you're a South Carolina alum or Tennessee alum. And if you're an alum of either school, God bless. Bagman, what do you got? So this is this is uh, my, my Wednesday trap bet that I actually am going to fall into the trap. Why Tennessee is a four-and-a-half-point underdog in this game at home really doesn't make any sense to me. I took South Carolina last week, and they didn't cover against Florida. But Tennessee has had some life come into it. Their program's on the rise right now. Don't tell any of my Tennessee fans that I'm taking this. I will be taking Tennessee. I'm going to take the money line here at uh, plus 155 at home. 
they're going to be rocking. They're they're feeling good, and it feels like 98 to them, even though they're two and five. Um, it seems like a trap to me that that they're catching this many points at home. But hey, I'm going to fall right into it. So as the uh, son of a Tennessee alum, I can tell you this. South Carolina always goes to Tennessee in these games and whoops Tennessee's ass. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. taking South Carolina here. Uh, four and a half isn't enough to sweat about. I think it could be a possession game regardless of either side, but the fact that it's under that six and a half number makes me feel confident in South Carolina here. Um, I agree with you. could be one of those things Tennessee wins outright, but I still like South Carolina traveling to Knoxville for three o'clock game where both teams are pretty much fighting for bowl eligibility. Yeah, I mean, I love Boom here. Like, Boom is one of my favorite coaches. He's great as an underdog in general, and I, I really don't trust Jeremy Pruitt. Like, he's kind of got them to, to have some heart and have some, some life here, but I don't think he's a good coach. Like, I, I, I would never want him to lead my pro. I would never ever feel comfortable him leading my program. He doesn't have any personality, but I'm going to take the home dog here in a, in a SEC rivalry. Hey, Will Muschamp's wife hates losers, and he doesn't want to lose again. No, no. He's lost twice in a row now. And if I know Will Muschamp, he, he probably loves football more than he loves sex, but he, he, he's, been, he's been needing a good a – good, I'd, uh, I'd say for sure his second humping. favorite hobby is having sex. There's oh, a, yeah. There's a reason he's coaching for the Cox There's a now. reason his nickname is Boom, and he's coaching for the Cox, yeah. It, and it he does kind of – like a penis. Yeah, it all falls into. T- he, you think he has sex with those with with his uh, with his glasses hanging over his nose like he's reading the play sheet on the side? Absolutely. Lines? He actually puts a defensive play sheet over his wife's head while they have missionary. Oh yeah, he's he's studying his he's studying his third down blitzes while while he's uh, while he's hitting his climax. Yeah, no, no, face. he's seeing how that cornerback blitz will roll with a cover three that, over yeah, top. Yeah, that's the only way that he can he can complete he can complete to finish is by seeing that that cover three blitzing safety come down and sack the quarterback on a third and three. All right, but enough about Will Muschamp's sex life. We'll go into, right into our next game. But first, an ad from one of our sponsors. The University of California, Los Angeles. You heard that song rolling in first. Big favorites of the podcast. They love us down in Westwood, Hollywood. UCLA, 110 national championships as a school. The school of champions, gold, blue, the Garner, it, it just screams championships. 110 national championships as a school, 110 more than Mississippi State. Into the next game, SEC slate, Arkansas traveling to Alabama, number one overall. Arkansas catching 31 and a half on the road. Not really sure why these Bama lines are still hovering around that 30 to 35 point range. I guess Bama hasn't been stomping throats like they have previous years. But I guess I'll roll into this one. Bagman, who do you like? Arkansas so, getting 31. Yeah, this is a. You know, Bama's got a backup quarterback here. I'm 30 and a half, 31 and a half. Like, that's a metric fuck ton of points for a backup quarterback. Arkansas doesn't have a pulse. They might fire their head coach by the end of the season. It's only his second year. Chad Morris might be dead. My play here is the over, 55 and a half. I don't have a, a pick on the spread here, but I do like the over. Um, Bama's defense isn't very good. Arkansas really isn't that good of an offense either. But Mac Jones, the backup quarterback, he doesn't have to do a lot just to get it to his wide receivers, his four NFL wide receivers. He's going to throw probably his average uh, completion yards is probably going to be like five, but his average um, yards per pass will be probably 45 because his receivers are just going to catch it and run in the end zone every time. So I don't I don't love a side here, but I do love the over. I'm going to take a lot of Bama overs from here on out. They're, they've been scoring a million points, and honestly, I, I don't think they can really – Arkansas is going to score enough to, to cover that – 55 and a half, but the 31 total points is, is a little bit wonky to me. Yeah, I'm going to take Bama here. Uh, Auburn's, or excuse me, Arkansas's defensive line and offensive line is a joke for the SEC. Uh, I think people forget that because of the A&M game. Bama will dominate them on both fronts. They'll get whatever they want. 
They won't even have to run those slants against Arkansas. I think they could run halfback dives. I think they could go back to a classic Nick Saban offense if they wanted to this week and win by 35, Oh, damn, I didn't 42. think about that. They'll probably run up their throats for like nine yards of carry and just pound it. Ole Miss ran for, I think, 15 yards of carry against Arkansas. Yeah. I know God knows what Bama can do to them. I think this would be a game where you take player props, maybe if you can, some Jerry Judy under receptions. I think they're going to throw to the receivers less. I think they're going to get this game literally by running between the guards. That's not good for my over, but I'm still going to stick with it. I, I still love this this over. There's too much already money pouring in on the under, and I, I don't. it hadn't moved at all. I think it's going to go over. Probably a couple of Bama last quarter touchdowns here to go over. Chad Morris is is fired, right? He's gonna go. He's literally gonna go. You like, can't go zero and sixteen and keep your job, but he will. You think he will? Who are they gonna hire? Fucking um, Auburn's head coach, uh, Gus Malzahn. Uh, yeah. Auburn wants Malzahn out. They're gonna have a coup in Auburn to to. They're gonna pay off. They're gonna pay off some of his salary, but send him to Arkansas, and Arkansas is gonna consume the rest of the salary while paying off Chad Morris. So it's gonna be a little swap. They're just going to Arkansas is just going to consume the rest of Malzahn's salary. That's just a this is kind of a a little like wild man take that I have. I've been I've been conjuring up in my late night. Hey, dream. it's all right. I've been saying the same thing about Ole Miss taking Gus from Auburn, but instead Ole Miss demanding ten million dollars. I would take I would take Malzahn if I was Ole Miss. Next game, we got the SEC night game. Missouri traveling to Kentucky. This has big implications on the SEC East. Oh, the implication. Oh, there's some serious implications on this game, if you know what I'm saying. Yo, yeah, I, I understand the implications. Now, all right, normally I like to throw it to Bagman, but first, there's a little little wonkiness to this game. I'm just going to say it right now. If you're not in big in the ponies like I am, shout out my secondary podcast, 4th and 4 Long. Um, I really like Missouri, 10 and a half year. Keeneland, as you guys know, the ha- horse horse racing capital of the world, its last night is going on 10-26 Biggest races of the year in Keeneland going on to finish out the that fall fr- season. The Friday night? Saturday. Oh, Saturday night. People will still be at the horse tracks. They'll be rolling in late. Keeneland is a bigger scene than Kentucky 500 football. That's the reason I love Missouri in this game. This so you think will... all of Kentucky fans will still be at Keeneland? Yes. The Kentucky fans will still be at Keeneland at kickoff. I love Missouri in this game. If you get some first half action out in Mizzou, minus six, do it as well. But I love full game. Missouri minus ten. Well, and Missouri fans don't even know what a horse race is. They've never even like sniffed a gamble, let alone a horse race. Their They're parole like, officers won't let them near a horse no, track. No, oh so. God, no. And yeah, that far away, like that much in the middle of nowhere, they're like, what a horse bet, like a horse race. That's a that's a thing. They you wear a hat to a track and it like you look nice. What is this nonsense? So, but I'm I'm with you here. Missouri got this is the classic. What did you see last week? You never, whatever you saw last week is not going to happen this week. You always fade that out. Fade it out. They lost to Vandy last week. That was a fluke and a half. Missouri's been a little wonky on the road. They lost at in in Laramie, Wyoming, which everyone knows. Rule you don't 14. Go, you don't 14, go to Laramie and expect a W. You don't go to Laramie and, and whatever you expect to happen in Laramie, the opposite happens. I think the opposite is going to happen. You here think on the snow, road. you're getting 70 degrees. You think 70 degrees, you're getting a rainstorm. Then you're going to get a hand job from a prostitute. Turns out to be a guy. That's what happens in Laramie. Guy prostitute, yeah. But so I have a little bit of wariness on they Missouri lost on the road again last week to Vandy. I don't know. They might be just a weird road team, but I'm still going to lay the ten and a half here. Kentucky has zero pulse ever since their starting quarterback and their backup quarterback got hurt. This is an anemic offense. Missouri has a good team. They 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 folded themselves at times. 
but I still believe in this Missouri team. Um, I still think they've got a lot of wins left in the season for them. So what I'm does gonna, Missouri gonna, do? They play themselves out of the playoffs, yes, but into the yes. SEC East. Exactly. Title. Exactly. They're, they're still sniffing the SEC East somehow, some way. All right. Uh, next, we're going to go to our non-conference schedule. But first, a select ad from one of our top providers. Have you gotten no action since college, but only slightly uglier? Does the idea of uh, dating sound like too much time for your busy life, but all you really do is work 30 hours and get blackout drunk? Well, this ad is for you. GreekAddDate.com slash the app. Side note, this is where I met my uh, first girlfriend in the last few years. Her name, Mary Sue Ellen Hollinsworth. We're actually going to use this ad money this week to go to uh, Myrtle Beach. Actually, next weekend, excuse me, after my boys' trip. Boys Get some trip? nice weekend, some nice weather, and hopefully she won't cheat on me this time. Uh, rolling straight into our uh, non-SEC slate. Bagman, what game do you have first on this? So I have the 11 o'clock Big Ten. Of course, the biggest Big Ten game of the year is going to be 11 o'clock. I don't think a Big Ten game can kick off after like 4 o'clock p.m., I don't know what it is about about the Big Ten. They they just thrive in the daytime. They they love eleven o'clock to three p.m. games. I guess they I don't know. I would say they get like just blackout and they can't play after after that time. But they've eaten so much wheat and corn that they they can last all night. So who knows? But anyways, the Wisconsin Ohio State game in Columbus, uh, Ohio. Fourteen. I love. I'm gonna jump you here. I love Wisconsin getting the fourteen after the disappointment. Wisconsin loves to drop the ball. This is going to be one of those games they hold in. They could win because they're going to lose to Ohio State in the uh, Big Ten ch- uh, championship game. But I love Wisconsin getting the 14 here. I think that's way too many points for a team this talented with a team that can control the line of scrimmage this well. I know Ohio State's always got athletes everywhere, especially the defensive line. But Wisconsin, if we know anything about any school in the country, it's their offensive line is going to show up week in, week out, dominate. I love 14 here. Two-unit play, bag man. Yep, yep, yep. Right back on the same exact thought process. Whatever you saw last week is not going to happen this week. Wisconsin last week loses as a 30-point favorite to Illinois. Who the fuck loses as a 30-point favorite? I don't know. Only a Big Ten school could do that. The line's way too adjusted for that type of loss. Everyone's betting on Ohio State. Everyone will be betting on Ohio State until kickoff. I'm taking the Badgers here. That's a lot of points for a for a 50-point spread. 14.5 is a lot of points here. Uh, I'm going to take the Badgers. They have not been trailing one second this college football season, and they're getting 14 points. Oh, they only they 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 lost on a, yeah they lost on a field goal, so they literally like the clock expired as they lost. Yes. So they haven't trailed for a second yet. They've lost a game. Man, I hate it for those. I hate it for the Badgers. Um, but yeah, it's this is the classic Wisconsin. They're always in it until the Big Ten championship game. This is the this is when they like think they still have a chance until then, and then whenever they play, eventually play Ohio State in the Big Ten championship, they will get absolutely skull drug out of that stadium in Indianapolis. So I'm gonna take the Badgers here to keep it close. Might even win outright. This might be a, this might be a little sneaky, sneaky, sneaky money line. If you're, uh, it is an 11 o'clock, so I would say if you were up up at this point, but you you won't be up because the Big Ten won't allow you to be up after uh, until they play a game. So I'm gonna take Wisconsin plus 14 and a half. Uh, and let's ride this into the next one, Pullman. I think you got another Big Ten game. Uh, oh, yeah. 2.30 oh, yeah. oh, yeah. slate. Uh, number six, Penn State, traveling to East Lansing to play Michigan State. Uh, Bagman up first. Who do you got? So, yeah, the latest uh, Big Ten kickoff that's ever been Recorded. written in history, 2.30 p.m. here. Uh, Penn State minus seven at Michigan State. An- another underdog here. A lot of underdogs this week. So it's, it's a big underdog comeback week here. Uh, Michigan State, you know, they haven't looked impressive this year. Penn State's been riding high, coming off a wideout win, big wideout win against a fraud Michigan team and a fraud Michigan quarterback. 
I don't even remember his name anymore. Michigan State catching seven at home. I would I would like to see this line by game by a kickoff get up to seven and a half, maybe eight. I would if you're you're you'll listen to this on Friday, so by that time it probably will be up to that time or to that point spread. So I'm gonna take Michigan State plus seven and a half, seven and a half, eight, somewhere in there. These all these Big Ten games just are always a lot closer than you think. Um, this is gonna be a low scoring game, a close scoring game. Pullman, what you got? Yeah, uh, you know what I think about this game? Fire in the fucking sun. I'll be in Pac-12 country. I'll still be asleep by the time this game kicks. I can care less. We'll row straight. Row, Nine o'clock kickoff for you in Pac-12 country. That That is incredibly early. I can't we'll, believe anyone kicks off that We'll early. go straight in the next game. Big game. Uh, big game between two fan bases that have uh, big egos, small penises. I'm talking about Notre Dame going to Michigan in the big house. Notre Dame a one-point favorite. Bagman, where are you leaning? So you know where I'm leading. This is this is I think this is free money. This is another like trap bet that I'm about to fall into, but I don't even care. That fraud Michigan quarterback, I don't even remember his name, cannot cannot move the ball against a good defense. Notre Dame has a good defense. These wonky Big Ten games, Notre Dame's not in the Big Ten, but these wonky Northern school games are always so weird. I'll take Notre Dame as a road small favorite. It's basically a pick'em at this point. I think Michigan's a fraud. I, I, I cannot I cannot in my right mind take that team to win a game in an outright victory over a, a team that is actually pretty decent. Yeah, I think I've been making good money this year betting against Michigan. I'm yeah, going to do that. Has. Uh, I love Notre Dame. I, I mean, they get athletes. Whatever you want to say about Notre Dame, skill players, they get athletes on the front. It's going to dominate. Shea Patters is not going to know what he's seeing. I'm done dogging Shea. He seems like a decent kid. Who? He'll have a fun time backing up Jordan Tymo next year in the XFL for the St. Louis Hawks. But yeah, I, I just think Michigan's front seven is going to dominate. Or excuse me, Notre Dame's front seven is going to dominate Michigan's. I love Notre well, Dame. Well, we've, we've been talking about head coaches getting fired. We have a poll, our finger on the pulse of the SEC head coaching industry and who's going to get fired. My 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 good friend um, Jimmy Sexton. I have his number on speed dial, so I have the I have his seats for Grizzlies games. People forget that. Yes, I, yeah, we, we basically own his Grizzlies seats. He gives them to us so much. But I have our pulse on the SEC uh, head coaching industry. What do you think about Jim Harbaugh staying at Michigan next year? Uh, I think he'll say I don't know if any NFL teams want him. He's the Michigan man. He's a Michigan man. So this, it'd be, it's a it'd job be real, for life. I don't, for I don't to think they're going to fire him. I think they're going to give him some more time to try and figure out how can I beat the good teams. I think he's kind of got an unlimited leash because I think they're out of options. But I think it's just like a carousel that's just spinning round and round. I think he's always going to have them kind of almost there, but never really there. He's just going to always be on the brink, but also like no one if ever only has those, any faith. If only those Michigan men would actually try and cheat and recruit and pay recruits, but too bad they're too highbrow to do that. Yeah, Michigan's stuff. never paid a recruit in their entire school history, have they? Yeah, you know, Ann Arbor's so beautiful by itself, I couldn't imagine them ever having to pay a recruit yeah, to go what, up there. I could never imagine a, a high school recruit from the South just wanting to stay in the South and not go up to Ann Arbor and play in the frigid cold in front, I mean, of, in front of a bunch of I mean, lame-ass fans. Seven months of snow or seven months of snow is pretty awesome if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, who doesn't love that? All right, <laughs> so let's go into our last game. We'll have Boots on the Ground, a podcast, Boots on the Ground, uh, 3,000 miles nation. away. We're talking opposite side of the country, Pacific Northwest, my home country, north, the northern section of the Pac-12 these games, to me, are like home. I love it. Boots on the ground. However, I am fading my team. I love Oregon 14 points at home. I think AutoZone Stadium, 
Autumn. Autumn Stadium. Autzen. Uh, Autzen. Something like that. I don't, I, Nike I, Stadium. Nike I don't. Stadium. I don't approve of Nazis, so I don't. I don't pronounce German names correctly. Autzen. Uh, yeah, I love them at home. Best home environment in sports. Even better than Death Valley. Shout out. Um, this team become ready to play. I, they're fighting. They know they're fighting for their playoff lives out of that week one loss to Auburn. Washington State has absolutely zero defense. They have no clue what to do on defense. They have no coaching on defense. Mike Leach might be able to put up about 24 on this team, but Oregon's for sure going to put up 50. I love it. Bagman. Pullman Profiteer just went against his own team. That means it's a fucking lock here. I'm taking Washington State my plus 14. I don't give a fuck that Oregon's been dominating teams. I don't give a fuck that their defense hadn't allowed a touchdown in five weeks. I don't give a fuck. Pullman Profiteer just bet against his own team. I don't need any other excuse than to bet Washington State here. Mike Leach will keep this game closed. He's been chomping the bits for this game. He's had this game circled for months. I love it. I love it. I love it. Pullman's going to be in, in, in hot Stadium, as the Germans say. He's going to have a Jeremiah Masoli Oregon jersey on and puke yellow. It's a disgusting thing that he bet against his own team in this game. I'm putting three units on Washington State just to rub it in his face. I cannot wait for him to be sitting in the stadium watching this game, having money on Oregon, wishing he had money on Washington State as they eke out of a victory, maybe, but a cover, definitely. Give me Washington State. Give me the points. Fuck Pullman. I love this game. If you lose, you have to do a – I don't even know. Dog kennel bet on the reverse 14. Reverse dog kennel upside down. 14 is a push. J-Dog's got to get in. Yes. 14 in my side. You get in it upside down. Other way, under thir- under 14, I'm I get in upside dog, down. The, the door of the dog kennel is going to be down on its face. That is going to be touching the ground. It's going to be a vertical dog kennel. You're going to have to have your feet on the ground, your your face in the air. It's going to be – it's going to be the worst dog kennel that anyone could ever imagine. All right, you, you got to do the same. No, no, fuck you. This is no, your thing that you are no. betting against your team. All right, so you just got to never do this. I, upside, I have a normal okay. dog kennel, right, but upside, you have upside, upside, upside down, upside double down. reverse No, dog just kennel. single reverse since you're going no reverse on me. Fine, single reverse dog kennel. Pulling Profiteer, betting against his own team here. And I will be going in an Oregon jersey. Uh, I don't want to get jumped by those bros up in the Pacific Northwest. They scare me. They're basically Cali bros, but a little more high. Yeah, but they're all like Lilliputians out there. They're all like five foot eight and, and wearing like like weird uh, hippie glasses that you could easily snap and they get triggered and like cave into their own skin. I wouldn't be afraid to wear a, a Washington State jersey if I was even if I was, if I wasn't born in Pullman like you have been. Go Ducks, go Ducks. Never bet with your heart. Never bet with your heart. This is disgusting display of emotion here. I cannot believe you're doing this. This is, I mean, this is like Ole Miss going to the national championship. He hadn't been to a Washington State game in years and years, and he's gonna go and bet against him wearing the other team's jersey. This is a fucking disgrace. This, this, this disgusts me to my core as a college football fan. I will be wearing a Washington State shirt underneath my Oregon jersey in case they win, and we'll be throwing the Oregon jersey in the stadium. So I hope they do win, and you take it off, and then you get your ass beat after yes. all that, and then you got to come back and put your beat ass in a dog kennel. We stand it upside down on his face. If I leave that, if I leave Nazi Stadium with a black eye and a Washington State shirt, I'll leave with a smile. All right, so we've gone all in here on the Pac-12. It's not even Pac. I guess it is Pac-12 after Pac-12 dark. Pac-12 after. People forget this game will end at 1.30, so I will be in a special place of drunkenness once this game ends. 7.30 kickoff your time, but 9.30 kickoff our time. So everyone get your bets in before before you get to black out and pass out during the game. Hey, but we're gonna we're gonna move in until our into our uh wait, into but our hot takes of the week. Oh, hot takes. Hot takes of the week. So I know everyone's been watching the World Series. 
everyone's seen the assistant GM of the Astros. He came out with a video of him getting a little testy with some women in his office, getting a little too aggressive with his women in his office. People called him out and said that he was, you know, in the wrong. He then came out and released a statement that said he was not in the wrong. And so we're going to come in just and just clarify the whole situation because it's pretty murky here. It's pretty murky. So I'm going to throw it over to Pullman to give his take before I give mine. Pullman. Yeah, uh, Patrick Holt, do some sit-ups, you fat ass. Go! 